Hello, 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 and thank you for joining me on Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast. My name is Anne Bonnie, and I am your fearless leader. <laughs> I'm your fearful leader as we dance in the discomfort zone together and get more comfortable being uncomfortable. So the other day, I was doing a keynote on leadership that people want to follow and how to create a great leadership environment that people actually want to stick around and they want to work hard and they want to uh, contribute in a positive way. And um, I think I made a bunch of people uncomfortable. So I was like, oh, we got to talk about this on the podcast. So what I talk about in one of the parts is the fact that in order for other people to want to interact with us and to be willing to interact with us in those difficult moments, we need to uphold three emotional needs that other people have. And what I always do during the, the, uh, the keynote is I ask people to discuss these three decide if they disagree with any, and then also ask if they are going to, would like to add anything to this list. And it always stimulates some really interesting conversation. So I've never changed it, even though a lot of people have added some really cool things over the years. Um, but anyway, on this particular day, so the three things, let's start there, are people need respect. They need to feel like they're being respected. Um, if they feel like they're being disrespected, they're going to check out, they're going to get defensive, you know, you're not going to get interaction from them. Second thing is they need to feel valued. They need to feel like you are valuing what they bring to the table, whether it's their experience, their education, their perspective, their voice, whatever it is, they want to feel like, people need to feel like you value what they're bringing to the table. And then the thirdly is people like to feel like they have a little bit of control. And I don't mean that they have all the control in the conversation or that they have all the control over the outcome of whatever we talk about, but they need to feel like they have a voice, they have some input, they have some information so that they are not completely out of control. So the three things are respect, they need to feel valued, and they need to feel like they have a little bit of control. So after this explanation, I set them off. Is there anything you disagree with and anything that you would add to this list? And in this particular group, it was fascinating because as I'm walking around listening to all the small group discussions happening at all the tables, everybody's talking about this control thing, this control word that a lot of people were really uncomfortable with it. And of course, I thought to myself, well, crap, I should probably change this because that's kind of a loaded word. And then I was like, as I listened to everybody's conversations, I was like, okay, wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is stimulating some really interesting conversation because a lot of things when taken to the extreme are very negative, but when used in moderation or used in collaboration, they are like really, really, really good. And as I'm listening to all these different tables talk about this, this, this immediate reaction they had to the word control, voices at the table who are saying, yeah, but we wanna make sure they have some control in that they don't feel like they have none, right? So we're sharing control. And some people renamed it to empowered. Some people renamed it to um, feeling safe, you know, feeling secure to be able to share. But ultimately this word control, and, and it came down to shared control of you have some control in the conversation and I have some control in the conversation. Neither of us are dominating, um, but and, and neither of us 
are giving away all of our control, right? So in these conversations, as we think about ourselves as leaders, and I, I don't mean leaders necessarily as only managers of people, right? We can be leaders in a lot of different areas of our lives, even if we're not directly managing someone, you know, that's not part of our role, right? We could be leaders from any seat. And so as we think about leaders and how we can interact with people and talk to people and try to solve problems and try to give them feedback and all that stuff, if we're upholding these three things and giving them a little bit of control, they're much more likely to participate. And so it made me think also about the concept of triggering words. There are a lot of triggering words that they're going to be different for different people. Um, but you know, you know what your triggering words are, those words that make you really uncomfortable, like control, like, um, boy, I can't think of another one right now, but thinking about multiple sides and seeing these words in moderation, seeing these things not taken to an extreme, um, and really trying to investigate where something might be coming from in order to see the full spectrum. And what this allows us to do, if we're approaching a situation where this word was used or the concept was used and we're super uncomfortable with it, what exploring the broad spectrum of a, the meaning of a word or concept will help us do is to approach a conversation with curiosity rather than animosity. And I'm sure I've said this before on this podcast because I say this a lot, but as we're trying to solve problems, as we're trying to interact with other humans, as we're trying to get along with other humans or work with other humans, we, we very often jump to conclusions based on our experience, based on, you know, negative, perhaps, experiences that we've had in the past. And while the person that we're interacting with may have the same intentions as those that we've interacted with in the past, they also may not. They may mean something different. And so as we really explore the possibility of meanings of some of these more loaded words, we might be able to get curious. And then we can approach a situation in a way that the other person's much more likely to participate. Because again, we're respecting their intelligence. We're respecting what they're bringing to the table, which is helping them feel valued, and not assuming we know exactly what they mean, right? And it opens a fascinating dialogue. I tell you, in this audience, in that specific context that I started talking about, this word did trigger a lot of people and triggered some very intelligent conversation that, that was loaded with emotional intelligence, that was loaded with openness and curiosity, and while they had some questions for me, once the discussion was over, they all agreed that, okay, if we use control in context of shared control, it was a really, really, really good, empowering, strengthening, engaging thing for two people to have. It's when it swings to the end of one person having all the control that we have a problem, right? So as I say, we need to respect people, show that we value them, and give them a little bit of control. I'm not saying we completely relinquish all control to them. I'm saying we need to share that control within the conversation 
within the problem solving in order to get their buy-in and in order to empower them to share their perspective, share their ideas. And once they do that, they're going to be much more bought in to the solution or to whatever we decide on the outcome that we decide we want to do. So I thought this would be a really interesting thing to talk about on here. Not only the concept of shared control, but also the concept of exploring the breadth of possibility of meanings of some of the triggering words and concepts that we have um, out, out there in the world. Because we're talking a lot about triggers and it's important to understand these and it's important to not assign 100% negative definition to things because then we're losing a lot of the other possible context that these things could be used in. So think about that. If you have any comments, let me know, throw them in the comments or email me admin at annbonnie.com and uh, we'll get back to you. But I'd love to hear some of your input on this if you have some for me. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week on Dancing in the Discomfort Zone podcast.